Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to a Meow Meow episode of Shelf Aware. And hello, my name is Elder Stormfur, mm-hmm. and I would like to share with you this most amazing code. Yep. Mm-hmm. It has so many awesome parts. It's a set of rules made up by clan cats a long, long time ago. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to go with a Pocahontas song. I think oh. it's very similar vibes. On theme, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... um. From Kit. I hated this book. I'm from Kit. Okay. All right. I think I'm trash. Mm, Still, Mm. I know I haven't varied very much, but I think like I liked the book in terms of plot. I just hated what it represents. Yeah. So I think that kind of like, like (laughs) levels me back out. Yeah. This one, um, it was kind of like Challenging. a filler episode almost because it was like they went away from the clan and did something uh, that presumably like, I don't know, we don't know how much it will matter to the overall plot, yeah. I guess, because we haven't read the whole series yet. But like, it just felt like we got to the end of this one and they were like, all right, now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I did think it felt a bit filler, mm-hmm. but... Some filler episodes are good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that in terms of the characterization stuff, that was how... I don't know why I said characterization that way. Um, how did you say it? I didn't... It didn't sound Characterization and stuff. Like, it all went up. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think that I enjoyed that part of it, which has been the strength in general of this series, is mm. that I like the... I like exploring the three main characters. I like Lionpaw. Really? Lionpaw? I like Lionpaw the best out of the t- the three of them. Because I think Interesting. Hollypaw, to me, feels like a narc. Hollypaw uh, is a narc. Hollypaw yeah. is the worst one, for and sure. Jaypaw is still too much of a little shit. I like Jaypaw. I'm team Jaypaw. <laughs> I mean, he has the coolest stuff happening to him, but also he's always just... Like, he, I don't know. He's carrying around a lot of anger towards people that I'm like, maybe maybe they didn't intend for it that way, though. J-Paw. I kind of don't care. Yeah. I kind of, I feel like J-Paw is dealing with a lot of microaggressions. And, That's true, yeah. You know, he's just over it. And he's not going to behave in a, a <laughs> polite way. He's a naughty just because, boy. Yeah, just because that's what's expected of him, you mm-hmm. know. Whereas Lion Paw, I feel like... He's getting angsty in a way that I don't love. He's just so rageful right now. Uh, yeah. And uh, grappling with, um, you know, uh, possible invincibility. We get some of that weird. in this book. We get some weird, we do. weird twists with Lion Paul. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what our series theories was for his power. It was that he could summon ghosts. That That's is right. not it. Yeah. That is not what's happening. That's not what's happening here. In fact, I think. He wishes the ghosts would go away, but yeah, <laughs> he can summon them, but he cannot banish them is his problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it seems like he's just invincible. He just, his <laughs> power is unkillable. He's unkillable. Sorry, I interrupted when the part where you said what it was we read. So we oh, haven't yeah. said that because um, of me. I, am I supposed to say it? I didn't. I don't know if you did interrupt me. It, I don't think. I, I think had it's ever, you because I did the intro. And you I don't think I had any intention of ever saying it. That's okay. I can say it then. Um, <laughs> the answer to what this book is is Warriors Power of Three, Book Three, Outcast by Aaron Hunter. 
By Aaron Hunter. As you all yeah. know. You should know yeah. that by now. I mean, also the not really by Aaron as. Hunter because, yes, Aaron Hunter isn't a real person. This mm-hmm. one was written. I know the other one was Kate Carey. I'm trying to see real quick who wrote this one. I wish that Hoopla let me scroll better than it does. Thank mm. you. It is Cherith Baldry. Okay. This is a Cherith Baldry joint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's usually pretty pretty good. Pretty good about yeah, all these books. I, but I usually like what she just, puts down. Sometimes, sometimes, or not sometimes, every time, <laughs> not just some, but every time that the Tribe of Rushing Water is involved, I just like... I can't. I can't. I don't want to deal with it. You know, I'm just exhausted of it. <laughs> I, I don't know where this book is landing in terms of like colonialism. Is it good? Is, is it bad? Good or Who can say? Evil is kind of the vibe this one yeah. gave me. Yeah. I was like, yeah. is it though? I, yeah. I don't. And I, it's one of those things where I'm like, I guess it could go either way depending on how like things turn out with the tribe but mm-hmm. the tribe is also not going to be our focus for the next few books i yeah, assume i presume we're not coming back to the mountains for a while i don't know why yeah. we did in this book like why it had to be a plot point other than to get rid of a couple of other characters like yeah i mean <laughs> i like i like having the tribe come up because i like having characters who aren't clan incest cats mm-hmm. um I think that's a a nice change of pace occasionally, but also they did seem kind of extraneous to the plot of this series, which I'm still not 100%. I mean, like, I know it's the prophecy, right? Like, that's the plot. But Mm -hmm. especially after this book, I know we know a little more after the next one, but after this book, I still don't really know where we're at with that. Yes. It's all like everyone is just working off these hunches and these feelings and these intuitions. And we Mm -hmm. don't get and we're here in the third book. And we we as readers are like IDK still. Yeah. I don't know where we're going with this. Which I think that's really kind of the first time that we've been like, I guess, sort of midnight. Mm -hmm. But that was resolved fairly quickly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This series has kind of been very question marks everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like. Are are they going to be evil? Which one? All three. Who knows? What's the prophecy mean? IDK. Star Clan. Star Clan. Are they cool? Good or bad? <laughs> Who can say? <laughs> Who can say? Other ancestors? Sure. Throw them in. Why not? Now we have all kinds of cat heavens. Magical cat sticks? Yeah, I Magic guess. Magic yeah. Um, it's just a lot. It's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> Which I appreciate. I feel like this is definitely like we had our first two series and I think maybe – this third series is like aging along with its readers. So that's mm. kind of nice. Like it feels a little bit more grown up, even though we started out with younger characters. So it'd be interesting to see how that progresses as the series goes on, mm. considering that this remains a middle grade series and mm. is so long running, right? Because yeah. it can't, if it ages up too much, it's no longer middle grade, right? You know? Right. Yes. Though, I mean, Redwall. Yeah, they were all but I feel like that was... Was that more YA? I think it is middle grade, but I'm saying, like, the characters in that are adults, but the characters in these these series have been adults, too, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think more we're talking aging in terms of, like, themes, right? Oh, gotcha. And, like, question, and having those questions and not yeah. being as straightforward. And I, I think that if you make things too complicated and too... Uh, more like 
I'm not saying kids can't handle moral ambiguity because, you know, we're big Animorphs fans over here. Absolutely. But I think if you get too gray and gray morality, then eventually that is going to kind of age it up out of middle grade. And I know That's that true. that doesn't happen with this book. Like Redwall, I think, yes, the characters are often adults in that. But mm-hmm. like that is pretty there's a good and there's strong a evil. good and evil. Yeah. Like they kind of get into like, well, maybe not all weasels are evil or whatever a couple <laughs> times. But there is very strong. This is team good and this is team bad in that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. One of these days we're going to have to read a Redwall book. I think so. It, just one at least. like Or like the 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 little mouse guy uh, shit. I can't remember. Like, Mate- Mate- Mateo? Matimio or whatever. Mate- there's Matimio and Matimio, there's... that makes more sense. I want to say Matthias because Matimio is like... There's, one is like the, the nephew or our grandson or something of the first one. Yeah. Well, there's the... There's the protagonist of Redwall whose name I can't remember. I think that one is Matthias. I think Matthias is the like great warrior ancestor because there's one no that's Martin that's what it is you're right it's Matthias is the first protagonist Matimeo is like yeah he's like the second gen third gen yeah Martin is like the original great warrior ancestor. Yes, and that was. A and then you get into the, down. then you get into the badger lords, and that's a whole different like area and vibe mm-hmm. going on. They were always my favorite, though. Um, but we're not talking about Redwall today. We could. We could. <laughs> we could. I'm looking at this. Sorry, I just I went to Go- Wikipedia, and of course they have like a publication order, but then also a chronological order. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm, now I do kind of want to read it for the podcast. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Tasty. Okay, let's talk about this book though. We're here with the Warrior Cats. Um, you know we got our prologue. Every book, Tribe of Rushing Water. They're fighting over territory and prey with some mystery invader cats. Things are looking bad. Are they intending for these mystery invader cats to be read at, as cats that we know? Like, are they trying to do a fake out here? I don't know because. The people that went on the rescue help mission didn't mm-hmm. recognize them, but they wouldn't have if they were if they were like blood clan cats, right? Because that's what kind of my yeah. Like, I'm not even clan. I'm not even saying like that they are cats that we know. I'm saying yeah. that in the prologue, the way oh. that they're described, are they trying to make us think that it's like stone fur or something? Because I I don't think they match up, but like there's a lot of color description, mm-hmm. and that might just be because they need to describe them in some way There's but it kind of so many cat colors yeah right but it kind of seems like they're trying to be like like ooh, can you piece it together Ooh, which cats are these you know like not, yeah and yeah. then it's like just kidding it's not they're any strangers. cats that you know even a little bit yeah they're fully just strangers so that's the prologue great um life has continued on for j paw and his siblings j paw still loves his stick uh but now after like post tunnel situation he is distressed because the ancient cats that he he spoke with in the tunnels are no longer communicating with him and he's like trying to find a way back into this tunnel system to see if that will help he feels like this really strong urge to connect with the spirits for whatever he's like this is super important and essentially is just like looking for outside sources to either like confirm this prophecy business or give him more information about it because he jay paw has kind of reached the point 
of his like understanding of the prophecy and his own ego and going through puberty, I'm assuming of like Star Clan is useless. I'm going to be more powerful than them one day. So why would I go to them for information about this? Um, because I, I don't know if it, if it has ever been explicitly said, like if they're conflating, but they are going to have the power of the stars in their paws. Mm-hmm. But now suddenly Jay paws like, I'm going to be a god. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to be more powerful than all of our uh, ancestors that live in space. I felt like he wasn't as anti-StarClan in this book. And not even, like, anti-StarClan, just, like, well, StarClan... They don't know shit. ...don't fully know the picture. Yeah. Like, he doesn't... It's... This is this is why I like J-Ply, I think. Because I don't think that he takes the, the opinion of, like, fuck StarClan as much no, as he's yeah, just, just like, well, I could get more info, right? Which yeah. is how I, an atheist, feel like I would handle things if... Mm-hmm. Like, there was proof of, like, godlike ancestors. I think I would still be like, well, they're not infallible. Like, I can respect them and still, like, want to talk to other ancestors, you know? Like, like so you're saying if you started having dreams uh-huh. where Jesus came down from the stars. Jesus and he was is like, not my ancestors. <laughs> well, who knows? I don't, this is, this is the closest one-to-one I have, okay? Jesus comes down from the stars and he's like, hey, I have a prophecy about you. One day you're going to you're going to have you're going to hold the power of the stars in your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this joke anymore. I lost. But see, chance. see, it wouldn't. We're really falling apart. See, it wouldn't even. That wouldn't <laughs> even quite. cancel and redo this whole episode. <laughs> OK, OK, OK. But see that this is why I'm saying it wouldn't be Jesus because Jesus yeah. okay. is not associated with starology. Right. So it would be right. more like. If Jesus came to me, and also I knew I was descended from Jesus, which yeah. that would be, a, you know, if I was Da Vinci okay, you're, Code. You're a daughter and, of the American Revolution. So a bunch of American revolutionaries come down from the stars. I was, was going to say, if Jesus came to me and was like, you will have the power of bread in your hands, mm-hmm. then that would be like You can the make same water sort of, into wine someday. Yeah, exactly. And then you were like, okay, but... I'm just going to call up a bunch of other deities real quick. I need yeah, to fact check I'm you, gonna, Jesus. I'm going to check with, like, yeah, uh, like uh, Zeus. And I'm going to yeah. check with, like, Krishna. You know? Like, yeah, I'm not going to limit it. to Because if, like, we know that this one is real. Then all I'm the gonna, others must be, too. Yeah. Or, you know, there's a possibility. Yeah. Right? Uh, right. Also, though. And then there's your one ancestor just hanging out in cat hell that wants to teach you how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that. Is probably, I was going to say, with the Daughters of the American Revolution thing, I feel like that would probably be likely that a lot of them are hanging out in cat hell, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just because racism, probably, I would assume. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, they would be like, we can't teach you how to fight because you're a woman. Yeah. (laughs) You're supposed to be. You're not even supposed to be wearing pants. What are you? What and is then this? I would like <laughs> turn this into a historical romance novel and start. No, they're you know, your ancestors. Per- you can't. Well, not with them. Okay. But I would. I would <laughs> pretend to be a, a man to get training from my ancestors and okay, enlist okay. in the army. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know who we're fighting. That's concerning. I don't know, but but then be I'd a, fall in love with someone in the for. army. Yeah. yeah. Who hopefully is also a woman dressing as a man. Yeah. That would be ideal, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine. Okay. <laughs> Romance uh-huh. novel. Yeah. We're both doing a Mulan at the same time and don't yeah. know. 
and then yeah. and you have to like hide it from each other. Oh my gosh. And then we both have like like one of us has a crisis over being straight because oh, they thought yeah. they were a lesbian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the other one's like I'm bi, so it's fine. Yes. Oh my god. And then and then when you guys go to sing the reflection song, you're just looking mm-hmm. at each other and then like you're slowly like taking off your 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 We're slowly putting on clothes. makeup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like we're let doing your hair down from we're your doing man a, bun. <laughs> we're doing the really good makeup face wipe with the sleeve, except it's putting on it's the putting makeup. It's putting on the makeup. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Double Mulan. Yeah. Double Mulan. Someone write that. Someone write. <laughs> no, we're going to write it. Copyright, oh. copyright, copyright. Okay, TM, 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 TM. Guys, don't steal our... If you subscribe to our super secret Patreon that definitely can, exists, you can, can read, read the first our chapter double of Mulan. Double Mulan right our now. Double Mulan Warrior Cats fan <laughs> Are they Warrior Cats? Are they cats? No. no but it is people. still Warrior Cats fan fiction because they have star ancestors. Absolutely, yeah. And all of their names are like... Uh, I don't know what would be a human equivalent of a warrior cat name like rifle uh, rifle paw yeah 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 like uh pizza shine I guess it'd be like rifle hand rifle hand (laughs) (laughs) wait are we setting this historically at a time where there are rifles are we setting this at a time where there is pizza we do need to decide it's a fantasy novel we can do whatever the fuck we want it's ancient pizza rifles and pizza (laughs) Double Mulan, anachronistic as fuck. <laughs> I feel like that's probably like one of those historical facts. Like, did you know that Thomas Jefferson and ate pizza? M- Mother Teresa lived. Nope. What? <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, you, you know, those things where they're like, oh, did you know like X Y Z person lived at the same time yes, as like yeah. this modern person? It would be like that with rifles and pizza. Mm-hmm. But did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> did you know that Mulan lived closer to the invention of pizza than she did to? Uh, I don't. I lost it. It's, it's like that okay. joke, though. Fuck. Yeah. Man, that was got, really yeah. funny. Really it was going to be really good. It was be really good. Double Mulan coming Double to theaters Mulan. near you soon. <laughs> coming to secret Patreons. <laughs> um. So that's Jay Paw's whole business. <laughs> He's busy doing a double Mulan. He's doing double Mulan with his <laughs> spotted leaf, probably. Um, Holly Paw and Lion Paw are like, they're just hanging out, waiting for their assessments so they can become full warriors. Lion Paw's like, look at me. I'm really good in combat as per usual. Because if you guys remember, he is getting secret lessons from his uncle and grandpapa uh, from Cat Hell. And then Holly Paw, actually, she kind of grapples with the idea of motherhood. And she's like, I want to I want to be clan leader. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be a mom. And I don't know. Like, I can't do it all. You know, Um, Holly Paw is giving big ADHD vibes in this mm -hmm. book in terms of she just keeps picking up hobbies and putting them down. She's like, I want to be medicine cat. Just kidding. I want to be a warrior cat. Just kidding. kidding, I want to be a mom. Just kidding. I want to be a leader. And I'm like. (laughs) Holly Paw, Actually, I, I just want to be do good relate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she doesn't know. She doesn't know what she wants to do. And I'm yeah. sure. She at one point does that, that hyperfixation on hunting, yeah. right? Like, I'm yeah. going to just focus on hunting for now. And once I get really good at it, I will probably switch. Um, yeah. No, she's, yeah. She's like, what does it mean to be a, a, a female warrior cat? If I can't be perfect the first time, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try anymore. It's Obviously. <laughs> She's also like afraid of her ambition, though, because of course, anytime any any kin of Tiger Star, kin of his kin, I guess, shows even a modicum of like 
desire to do something. They're like, oh, you better watch out. You better watch out. You've got your grandpa in you. <laughs> I think part of the problem with that is that, like, aside from Firestar, we've literally never had a cat, like, be the focal point of a series yeah. who's not related yeah. to Tiger Star. So it kind of is hard to gauge how much ambition cats What's are supposed normal? to have because yeah. firestar didn't have ambition he just, he just was there was thrust upon him yeah and blue star was like <laughs> sucks to suck i'm dying <laughs> so i don't know how much of their ambition is like outside of what a warrior should feel and how much is them being worried about their ambition because of tiger star yeah. you know yeah yeah what how much of this is just like generational trauma yeah. That's what Warrior Cats is all about, actually. Generational trauma. Generational trauma. And double Mulan. Double Mulan. Damn, I cannot wait. Honestly, when you guys <laughs> when you guys read that first chapter of Double Mulan, you're gonna be blown away. Um so we got a small dust up where some Thunder Clan cats accidentally cross into Shadow Clan territory. And I only mention this because Black Star comes ambling up and he's looking real sad and depressed, and Firestar is like, What the fuck? And <laughs> Blackstar was like, I don't know, man. I just, I feel real sad about the fact that we all came to this lake because it kind of fucking sucks here for everybody but ThunderClan. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> Everyone's having a real shitty time except ThunderClan. Uh, and I just, I don't know. I'm starting to lose faith in StarClan. And Firestar's like, hmm, I don't want to talk about this with you. And they just fuck off. Like, so is, we're getting this, this, uh, subplot that becomes a little bit more prevalent. It's foreshadowing, guys. It's foreshadowing. Wow. Black Star ever had that in a Warrior Cats book. I know. Yeah, these this this series is really like you know flexing a little bit. Mm. Yeah, getting out that writer's toolbox and using everything in it. Um, there's a medicine cat meeting. I think do they have these at the new moons or the half moons? I can't remember. It's not a super important detail, but I can't remember either. I feel like new moon makes the most sense. Just yeah. because it would be like space it out, even space it out. Yeah. But then I'm like, but wouldn't you want the moon to be there to some extent? I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, because the stars. Well, maybe they're like the stars are the only source of light. IDK. Maybe. Yeah. Star Clan is strongest when there is no when moon. There's no moon to compete. Star with. Clan's ultimate goal is to fight the moon. <laughs> Destroy the moon. <laughs> That will be the power that Jaypaw and his siblings hold. <laughs> you alone have the power to destroy the moon. Uh, so they, they have this medicine cat meeting, and Jaypaw, for once, stays in his own dream. He meets with Rock. Rock is the ancient Rock. cat from the last book. Rock. His name is just... It, it's Rock. Like, Rock. They saw it was like whatever his mom first saw after he was pushed out. She's like, This that one's twig, that one can be bug, and Dirt. this one's rock. <laughs> uh, but this is this is the cat, not the one that guided him through the tunnels, but like the the creepy overseer of the whole situation. I don't think we talked about him a lot in the last summary because I honestly did not think it would matter. <laughs> mm, but here but he is. Here he is. He's some sort of figurehead for whatever ancient cat culture used to live here at the lake um so rock in this dream tells jaypaw that he will find answers to all his questions in the mountains though they may not be answers he wants to hear like okay but like jaypaw like he 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 found out some information in the mountains but like he won't he wasn't mad about it (laughs) he just wants information he wants the full picture 
I think Rock was just being menacing because Rock's kind of a yeah, dick. Rock just wanted him to second guess everything. He didn't yeah. want to be straightforward. Rock just enjoys being a creepy old man. Yeah, he just likes to stand up on high ledges and look at people. That's his whole yeah. shtiz. Um, Which honestly, same. Yeah, yeah. I want I want a full <laughs> vantage point of all of my potential enemies. <laughs> um. We then switch over. Jay Paws like, let me just mosey around in Leafpool's dream now. And the two of them, Leafpool is like, I should have known you'd come to me in my dreams. And they meet up with Feathertail, who she is taking fresh kill to the tribe of endless hunting, which is the mountain cats version of Starkland. And she's like, they're like, why are you doing that? And she's like, I still, I still bear responsibility for these cats. Um, I don't, I don't know why, but you know, I died, I died for them. There, I died. So. I was a literal martyr for them, but I still have a responsibility for them. My God, there is a lot of importance placed on like the positioning of where these cats, yeah. which is weird in metaphysics. I feel like the fact there. that it's like you died here, so you your soul kind of belongs to these cats or like mm-hmm. star clan's still busy moving because <laughs> we moved it's like that's yeah. doesn't seem like that should be how it works but i guess it is if you zoom out if you zoom out from this mm-hmm. the, where the cats are how how far away do you think the mountains are from this lake because in my mind the lake is at the base of the mountains i am very confused it's about like- it's the same Everything sky. you haven't moved far enough for the stars to be different. You're on the same, like probably at the most, I would say, like fifty to a hundred miles, right? There's no way they traveled further than that. How far can a cat travel in a day? Google, help us. How 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 far can? Oh my God! Please, can a cat travel in a day? Wow, auto filled it. Most cats travel between an eighth and a quarter mile per day. Okay. Those are domestic cats, though. Well, these are basically domestic cats. Cats, when lost, can travel 50 to 80 miles in two and a half years. Okay. So how long did it take them to travel from? Like a couple weeks. 30 miles in 10 days. Okay, so they're probably it's thirty what miles Pet away. MD says. Let's say that let's say it took them about ten days to get from the mountain to yeah. the lake. So like thirty miles. Yeah. So like, this to me is all, as a person, as a human with a human brain, looking at this landscape. It's like there was a forest that led up into the mountains, and maybe there's a little mountain town in the foothills, and then immediately on the other side of the mountains is the lake. Like, this is all, you didn't go far enough for Star Clan to get lost. I'm more confused about where the fuck Purdy is in all of this, because I, spoiler alert, he's a ghost. Spoiler alert, we're going to meet up with Purdy in a bit here. I have a serious theory for this. Okay. (laughs) I was just going to say, because I thought that, and maybe I'm wrong, but I thought in their initial journey, it went their forest, mountains. Yeah. A town. Purdy sundown place Mm -hmm. right and then i thought it was to get to the lake it was their forest mountains different direction lake yes i think so i think mountains sundown place and purdy's forest slash two leg place is like a triangle mountains so then why how did they meet purdy 
I don't. That is an in between the lake because he's and on the, the other side of the mountain. Right. Yeah. He's, he so lives I'm on like, the other side of the mountain. What the fuck is? Why is he doing? there? I yeah. don't understand. Yeah. I. That's an excellent like, question, mm. and I have I have a theory that is a little bit of a little bit of crack theory, but you okay. Know. <laughs> Perfect. When have we ever been serious on this podcast? Always. Um. Great. So J-Paw interprets this vision of Feathertail as like all the cat gods are coming together to shape the destiny of the cats that live at the lake. And he's like, I'm going to have power over all these ancestors. I need to have Mm -hmm. power over them all to fulfill the prophecy. Question marks coming from my head. J-Paw seems certain. I got a lot of questions, but no follow up from J-Paw. Meanwhile, Lionpaw is having a difficult time in training because, um... He just feels a lot of anger and restlessness right now. And it's because he's coming into his barbarian powers. He just doesn't realize it yet. He's about to rage, though. Mm. Um, he has this heart-to-heart with Stormfur, who tells him about this is this was the whole last six books that you that you as a cat didn't read, so I have to tell it to you. Um, and just in case there was any readers that joined in on this arc, here's a brief summary of the last six books. Um, so... Lion Paw gets an in-depth conversation about that. And then he's kind of like, wow, adventure is calling. I must answer and go to the mountains. Sounds really like a fun time. I feel like this compulsion to go I to the mountains. I want to go to the mountains. I want to go to there. So that's two of the three prophecy siblings. Great. I, I think, like all about the mountains. Yeah. And I think, let me see if I wrote it in my notes here. I don't want to like get ahead of myself. Um, but yeah, so, and, and I think also, like, Holly Paw, just, like, she's like, wouldn't it be cool to do that, to go to the mountains? Like, she doesn't have, like, she's just like, that sounds neat. I'll do it. She's kind of going along with it. Doesn't I matter. think she gets more into the idea once the actual quest, the mountain quest is presented. Once and she's she like, learns they're going to be missionaries, she's like, yeah, yeah let's she's do it. Like, I'm all yes, about absolutely. <laughs> have to spread the word of the code. Please. <laughs> I love the code. Um, so then some strange cats show up in ThunderClan territory. Guess what? They're a tribe of rushing water cats. Hooray. Um, supposedly they're two people we met in the last series. I have no recollection of this. One's named Talon and the other one's named Knight. I don't know. If you're reading along, inform us, I suppose, but who who knows? J-Paw, his powers are evolving. Uh, so now he can, he just gets to see people's memories whenever he decides to dive into their brains. He's really... Just becoming an all-around, uh, like, telepathic, I guess. Like, yeah. he doesn't talk to people. He just goes up in their brains and reads he all can about feel, it. He can do empath stuff, so he yes. can feel emotions. And I guess that can, it would extend to memories if you stretch, I guess. stretch I the definition of I empath. guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But, he can walk yeah. in your dreams. He just, he's, he's a brain guy. He's a real Professor X. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine if he could stop time. That's going to be mm. his final form. When j gets his adult name, he's going to learn how to stop time. J-time. J- <laughs> stop. J-time. <laughs> uh, but he, so j basically uh, is able to re- relive some of Brooke's memories. So, we finally get this explanation of why Stormfur and Brooke had to leave the tribe of Rushing Water. Um, in Brooke's memories, we see Stormfur is urging the tribe of Rushing Water cats, saying, "There's the the intruders that have come to the mountain. They've been they've come once before. Um, 
And Stormfur's like, we have to fight them off. Get them out of your territory. And the cats are like, I don't know. We don't fight. We are cats of the mountain and we do not fight. But they're eventually swayed because he's like, well, would you rather fucking leave? Like, well, these are your options. You can fight or you can go. Those, that's it. So then we see like Storm first trying to train the tribe cats how to fight, but they're like really bad at it because part of part of the tribal cat um, civilization culture is that they are given they are given duties when they are born based on how they look. A stone teller is like, "You're husky. You'll be a cave guard. Oh, you're, you're a husky thin, boy. You'll be a prey hunter. You know, yeah, <laughs> uh, basically." And um, so they are one not used to fighting other cats because they've never had to do that, and two just not used to fighting in general. Like the prey hunters are like, "All I do is jump and." the the cave guards are like all we do is look menacing i don't we don't understand fighting so when it comes to there being an actual battle between the tribe cats and the intruders the tribe cats lose there are some deaths including another cat that we supposedly know who he is idk yeah um and then Stormfur and Brooke are ousted from the tribe of Rushing Water in a very Clan of the Cave Bear match. Yes, that's what Stone I was Stone Teller's like, then you're dead. And then they're like, fine, we've died. And they leave. <laughs> and when they come back, everyone's like, I thought you were I dead. I thought you were dead. I'm like, you were all there. You all <laughs> Okay. Okay. Whatever. Uh, they're clear. Sheriff is reading here. Clan of the Cave Bears and had some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. At least it was only that idea that was taken. Yes, not some that's of the other true. nasty things that happened in that book. God, so upsetting. Such an upsetting book. But yeah, I just, I don't, this characterization of the tribe of rushing water, of being like this peaceful but very ineffective group of people who just like want to, want to, want to hold hands and get along with everybody. And, you know, I just, I don't. It also don't like fully it. doesn't make sense with like, the stuff that has already been established about them. Yeah. Like, why are there cave guards whose job is to fight things who mm. cannot fight cannot things? Cannot fight things. Like, they kind of make the the excuse of, like, oh, they don't fight other cats. So I guess they were fighting eagles or something. Yeah. But that seems like that's the same thing that prey hunters were doing because they hunt eagles. So yeah. I'm like, what is the actual difference? Because if it was to fight intruders like other cats – okay but otherwise it just seems like you guys are yeah. basically turning it into people who do work and people who don't do work it seems to me like maybe maybe the cave guards are just like eagle and then the prey hunters like good good eyes and they get the eagle but like, then why would they need them to be stocky to do that? I, that is an excellent question idk maybe Sto- stone teller was like you've got good eyes you're a cave guard I also just... you all husky cats seem to have good eyes i don't know Plus, like, didn't they fight with the, like, weren't there some scuffles early when they were traveling? Wasn't there a bit of, like, am I making that up? Maybe I'm making that up. And they had, like, they they fought the, um, the sharp, the sharp tooth. tooth. Right. But they all lost because sharp tooth yeah. was massive. But, yeah, it was never like, oh, we're weak and can't fight an enemy. It was like, holy shit, this is a humongous predator trying to kill us. Like, everyone was yeah. scared of sharp tooth. So, yeah, I don't know. It does seem like there's definitely going to be other predators on the mountain you have to defend yourselves from. I, it just doesn't make just sense that they not make sense. Yeah. don't have any concept of, like, like... They just wanted to dunk on the tribe cats. They were yeah. 
Oh, Stone Teller? He's their medicine cat and their leader? That's way too much power for one cat. And then, like... Seems gross. Yeah. Like, yuck. That's so corrupt. You know? Like... It was weird. It's just a different way of doing shit, man. I don't know. Your way? It's like that thing a few books ago where Brooke was like, oh, I wish that I had a choice like you guys do. Yeah. Between being a medicine cat and a warrior. And it's like, they don't. They don't. They don't. Your way isn't any. Like, we could say that, yes, that is too much. We, we as human people could say that Teller has too much power over the tribe. I think, yes, that's true. But also... All of the leaders have too much power over yeah. the tribe. You have one leader who is supposedly, uh, like, ordained by your gods, who are also your dead ancestors. Like, Yes. And the warrior code says whatever your leader says is warrior code. Like, it's right. the same so, thing. I don't know why where you're getting off being like, oh, Teller has too much power. It's yeah. like, okay. Remember and? that whole first series where Blue Star was like, "We don't believe in Star Clan anymore," and everyone was like, "Oh, oh okay, oh, okay, I guess we don't. I guess we are. We're not doing that now. Okay." Because <laughs> Star Clan told us to listen to Blue Star. Yeah, so I guess that's. I guess real catch twenty two there. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, so in, in the flashback, Warrior Code had not stuck with the tribe of rushing water cats just yet. Um, but these, these two cats, I think one of them is Brooke's brother. I don't know which one. One of them is Brooke's brother. And the other one is just a dude. Um, they've, they've come down from the mountains and they're like, hey, can you, um, come back and fix our problem? <laughs> Seems like you guys were right and we shouldn't have pretended you were dead. Uh, and Stormfur is like pissed. He's like, I don't owe you shit. You guys you are, are mean assholes. to my you girlfriend. Mean to my girlfriend. You ousted her from her community after everything she's done for you. Fuck no. Uh, but then they're like, but we hungry. And Brooke's like, okay, I'll go back. I'll do the, I'll do the big brave thing. I will, I will forgive them and I will go back. And Stormfur is like, I love you, so I'll go with you. Mm. Brambleclaw and Squirrelflight are also like, well, yeah, we'll go too. We love the tribe. They were our friends and they helped us on the road trip and with the big move and all that. So I think we owe them at least like a box of pizza or something like, you know, <laughs> we should go help out. And so uh, Firestar then takes some of his senior cats out into the woods to have this secret conversation with the tribe cats about what to do. And j and his siblings sneak out to spy on the conversation. And, um, Brambleclaw basically is saying we should go and recruit the cats that went on this journey with us uh, since they all they all owe the tribe. Uh, and I mean, the all the clans as a whole owe the tribe. Uh, so I'm going to go recruit other cats. And Stormfur is like, well, you know, don't need to go to River Clan because my sister is dead. I'll just <laughs> I'll be the stand in for her. Don't worry. Um, so, yeah, like. I've, it's it's odd because River Clan had such a big role in the last couple of, mm-hmm. of arcs, and this one they're like they're all the way over on the other side of the lake. We don't we know don't want to bother them. I mean, it does <laughs> we seem don't like know them anymore. <laughs> it does seem like the border shift really did kind of make it like fuck River Clan because it used to be yeah. Wind Clan was kind of the one that was like not really That's dealt true. with as much, and we were yeah, like, oh, Crow Feather, Wind Clan, cool, and now like. We hear about Wind Clan all the time. All the fucking time. It's annoying. They used to be our besties, but now we hate them. And uh, it's also revealed that the cats that have come to ask for help from from the tribe of Rushing Water have done so without permission of Stone Teller. And again, Stormfur is like, what the fuck? The audacity. 
he's mad again. But you know what? What can you do? They're going to go anyway. And then Jay Paw and his siblings are caught. Uh, Squirrel Flight's like, you can come out now. But then they're able to talk their way into going on this journey as well. So that's cool. Um, so we're having a family road trip. And you know what? Uh, maybe, you know, in all senses of the word, because, you know. Gotta go get feather. Aunt Tawny Pelt. Gotta get Aunt Tawny Pelt. Gotta get our maybe dad crow feather. <laughs> Biological father. Possibly, possibly. And our annoying cousin, Breeze Paw. Yeah, Breeze Paw's the fucking worst. I think crow feather's the worst. I well, they both I, are, yeah. Again, I mean, I could not deal with crow feather. trauma. Yeah, it was extremely bad in this in this instance. Crow feather is such a Severus Snape. I hate it so much. He needs to fucking chill out and yeah. stop being fucking rude. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's all surly, right? Because, you know, Leafpool chose her job over him and... Maybe they had kids together, but we don't know. I that can't for even tell what he is being fucking surly over yeah. because he's being so fucking such a little piss baby over both of the the fact that he got dumped twice. Once yeah. due to death and once due to medicine cattery. And you know? Maybe if you you know, turn turn that scowl into a smile, mm-hmm. maybe you'd catch more flies with honey. I mean, he fully has a different mate now. He does. And, and he does have children with her. Still too, this shitty least. about the whole situation. I don't. I'm like. <laughs> He's such a Snape. I, um, yeah, I, I just, I'm so sick of like the, the angst. Um, I do think there were a lot of hints here, though, about the parentage of like, mm. they, they made some very like, very odd comments i thought very pointed like i think in this book jay paw says something to leaf pool about like bet you wish you could have had kids or, or something like he 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 talks about yeah. Leafpool in a way of like i wonder if she ever regretted not having kids and i think there was another comment too from crow about crow feather let me see if i can find it i'm not sure because i picked up on this too and i'm not sure mm-hmm. if it is uh just hinting at the crow feather leaf pool like mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. that we know about because we read the last series but Paw doesn't know about if that's mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be doing here or if it is hinting that leaf pool and crow feather had kids i'm not sure yeah it just seemed like they talked a lot about parenthood with the other two in the scene in a way that i was like hmm. made me sauce I don't know. Just, I guess, keep that in your mind. We'll put a pin in that. I think that was a good theory. I think it's a correct one. Um, I have a slight amendment to it, but I don't think I'm going to be making it this week. I think I'll be making it next week. Mm, or next, okay. next, uh, Meow Meow next Monday. Book. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I look forward to hearing it. So they go and they collect Tawny Pelt and Crowfeather and Crowfeather's very unlikable son, Breezepaw. They go to the mountains. Um... There's some conversations here between the siblings about how they're going to, like, teach the warrior code to the tribal cats. And, like, I don't know. It's just, it's very colonization-y. Yup. And uh, Holly Paw is really enthusiastic about it at this point. She's like, I'm going to teach them this, this, and this. I'm going to set up their society in X, Y, Z way. Like, she's really, like, basically copy and pasting ThunderClan onto the tribe of Rushing Water. Um but then we see later, like, once she actually gets there and sees the the amount of difficulty they have with making a transition into a clan cat lifestyle, she's like, maybe this isn't the right thing to do. 
But then at that point, they're kind of like, well, what are our other options? None? Okay, keep going. Keep colonizing. Which is why I'm like, I don't know what we're supposed to be taking away from this book. Because they keep bringing up that, like, this isn't good and this doesn't work. But then they still do it. (laughs) So I'm like. Yeah. It still is like, I don't know. And I'm hoping maybe we get a callback to this later or or something. I I feel like either the tribe is going to get, like, wiped out or something. Yeah. And it'll be like, look, you, you can't just make them behave like you. Which that's also a huge bummer in its own way, but um, it's either going to be that or there's going to be some sort of, I don't know, like, flipperoo that happens. Mm. I don't know. We also, this has been discussed previously, we also run into Purdy on the way, on the wrong side of the mountain. What is he doing here? Don't know. Can't don't figure know. it out. Um. All of the paws, the apprentices, are all shitty to him. They're like, you're fucking old. You smell terrible. You got ticks in your coat. Like, the fuck? We hate you upon sight. Um, Don't talk to us. And the adults We're are like, now, too now, cool. don't be rude. Don't be rude. I'm like, no, they're, they're you need to, like, Hit them. punish them. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is not, like, this is not good parenting right now, Squirrel Flight. You need to. <laughs> Maybe because Squirrel Flight isn't their mother. Isn't their she has no motherly instincts now. I'm just kidding. Uh, she she's their mommy. Um, but yeah, so so we we get to see Purdy again, and he seems to be doing fine. Question mark. I don't know. Um, there didn't really seem a point in this book at this point in us running into Purdy, other than to be like Easter egg for our longtime readers. Yeah. You know, like look who it is. Everyone fan favorite. Right? Everyone loved Purdy, right? Well, and I think thematically it also makes sense to put Purdy in here if the conclusion we're supposed to draw is that what they do to the Tribe of Western Waters is bad. Because, Mm -hmm. again, we have a cat who knows how to behave in their environment. And these cats coming in and being like, well, we know better than you. And Purdy being Mm -hmm. like, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, you don't because this is not the place that you're used to. Which I think is kind of like the vibe of this whole arc of like you don't know how to deal with like the new place that you are in right of being like this is the result of them moving to the lake and these cats feeling the fallout maybe a year (laughs) but then like that doesn't track with the tribe like what happens with the tribe of russian rotters which is that they go and they teach them how to be clan cats and basically are like this is what you're gonna do now yeah yeah i i personally was kind of hoping that midnight would come back because we do have all of these like references to the well not references to because it's like very blatant but like, we're meeting all these different ancestors right right and so like the one character we know that also like walks, walks amongst in, the ancestors yes, yeah is midnight so where the fuck is midnight i guess that would have been it would have cut to the end they would, midnight would have been like well here's the answer and i guess we would not have had <laughs> anything more to question i maybe i don't know um but maybe, maybe brief series theories. Maybe she will pop up later. Who knows? She knows know. where they live. She's um, anyway, before. they get to the mountain. They're not welcome at first, obviously. Stone Teller's like, we don't want your help. I'll allow you to stay the night. But then after that, you have to go home or else we're kicking you out. Which, like, bold words for someone who can't get rid of the f- first pack of intruders. I don't know. Um, and the clan cats are like sad, but they accept us. They're like, okay, well, we'll stay the night. I guess we made this trip for nothing. 
uh, you know, this two mile journey up the mountain. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, but that night, Jay Paw has a vision of Stone Teller speaking to the tribe of Endless Hunting. And basically, Stone Teller is like, what should we do? And the tribe of Endless Hunting is like, oh, we don't know. uh our whole plan was to just come to the mountain and the mountain was supposed to protect you so i don't know we don't we don't have anything for you um and then so like stone teller goes off and then jay paw walks up and speaks with one of the cats from the tribe of endless hunting and they're like oh you're here we've been expecting you we know all, all about the prophecy um and j-paw that he like tries to get information about that but they don't give it and then he's like okay well at least like you need to tell your the living tribe cats that they should work with us or else you know everything's over you're all gonna die or get kicked out and the tribe of endless hunting again reiterates like there's nothing we can do we failed in our duty to protect them because i don't i don't we didn't i don't know the mountain just no longer was safe and we've given up so J-Paw again is like, ancestors are fucking worthless. I don't, why do I, I can't wait to be more powerful than them. <laughs> um, but the, the interesting thing that stems from all this is that the next day, Stone Teller says, I spoke with the tribe of Endless Hunting and they urged us to work with the clan cats. And J-Paw's like, that's a lie and I know it. But he doesn't say anything because he knows that this is for the better. But he, again, he's like, this cat should not have this much power because, like, look, he's manipulating all of them into just doing whatever he wants. But the manipulation is working in my favor, so I'm going to so let I'm, it ride. So I'm not going to say shit. <laughs> um, and, yeah, like I said, we get some commentary from Holly Paw about, like, is it, the, is it correct to teach them our ways? I don't know. Um, but they start teaching the tribe of rushing water how to like mark out their territory and what is a territory and like how to defend that and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause basically the plan at this point is like, okay, so just fighting and kicking them out isn't going to work. But if mm-hmm. you guys both establish territories, there is enough prey on the mountain to sustain both of you. So as long as you have territories like clans do, then you will be a okay. It's like, okay, yeah. you're introducing borders. Yeah. Which, I think there was a comment about that of like, we don't like something Lady. about borders. And I was like, um, well, th- th- they go to the, they then go to the intruders and they're like, Hey, this is what we're doing. Do you re- respect this? And the intruders are like, mm, no, 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 we do not. Good fucking luck. So they go to battle. Lion paw fights. Like he is 10 cats. He is so strong and powerful. He can do anything. Best. Anyone strong boy. The other cats are all <laughs> in awe of him. He is like, basically just like whirling around biting scratching no harm has come to him he's invincible uh and the other cats also do stuff but the whole point (laughs) is that lion paw is so strong but they do eventually they drive out the intruders who are like okay fine we'll stay in our own territory as long as the tribe cats don't hurt our queens or kits and everyone's like good we have reached an agreement though like how long is this truce gonna last nobody probably not very long yeah, they're just going to wait till the strong clan cats go home and then they're going to come back and fuck shit up. Like, this was not, this is like when America brings democracy to other countries. <laughs> Wasn't good. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Brooke and Stormfur are like, we're just going to stay here now. We're back in the mountains. Um, this is where we belong. And everyone's like, boohoo, sad, but what are you going to do? 
I kind of feel bad because, like, he, did he even say goodbye to Graystripe? Nah, he was like, fuck my dad. <laughs> Graystripe's like, I got my second wife pregnant, so we good. Yep. We good, Stormfire. <laughs> <laughs> it was big uh, replacement family vibes coming from Graystripe. And none of them will die. <laughs> um and we just we just leave the tribe with like the sad feeling of loss like their way of life is changing and there's nothing anyone can do about it like the the tribe can't the clan cats don't jay paul like he wonders briefly he's like what if like we tried to help the intruder cats and figure out why they originally left their home like he has this thought and then he's like nah sounds like a lot of work (laughs) for me unfortunately and I got to go figure it. out my star powers. Yeah, I have more important things on my mind. So it's like a bummer of an ending. Uh, but then also J-Paw finally tells his brother and sister about the prophecy. And so now they're all in loop. on it. They're all in on the loop. But this was this was like such mm. a bummer of an ending, like very yeah. melancholy. And the whole book, I just I hate the way that they handle the tribe of rushing water as a whole. I just ugh, the whole thing irritated me. <laughs> way too much crow feather and breeze paw content for me to enjoy this one crow feather was the worst i can't deal with him i can't yeah yeah always i will always love you feather tail he's over here like mourning <laughs> feather tail while he's also sad about leaf pool and then he has another wife and kid at home waiting for him and his shitty son to come back like He's Bro. just, and he's being a real shit to Breeze Paw too, which is why I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's awful to his son. Like, never says anything nice to him. And Holly Paul's like, Breeze Paw just wants attention from his dad. I can't imagine if Bramblecott acted that way towards me. Like, yeah, someone be nice to him then. Everyone, they're like, look at that shitty home life he has. Let's dump on him some more. <laughs> the problem is that he's just so annoying. He is just kind of the worst. <laughs> Very egotistical. But, but um. He was annoying, but who was your top cat this week? Tomcat. Um, I think Tomcat is probably Purdy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, he I don't know why he was lives, there. I didn't mention because I skimmed that part of the book. But he does end up saving their lives from a dog. Yeah. And by them, I mean the, the, the prophecy Idiot siblings. children. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, yeah, he did great. I don't know why he was there, but it was you know good who that knows? he was. Well, leading into serious theory, let me tell you why I think he's there. Well, let me do my oh, top yeah. cat real you quick. You do your top cat. Fine. Uh, Fine. We'll I'm going to give it to Squirrel Flight. I think that really? she, you know, was like, she we got to help our friends. Huh? <laughs> she had like five lines in this book. Yeah. And yeah. that was an appropriate amount for Squirrel Flight. And then she had that talk <laughs> with her daughter about like motherhood oh, and stuff that's true. and yeah. balancing that. She's and I was like, like, cool. Cool vibe, Squirrel Flight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Purdy, the Purdy of it all. Mm-hmm. Purdy's not a normal cat. Okay. Purdy. What is he? Purdy's a deity of some kind. Oh, interesting. I this this theory makes more sense with knowledge of book four in this series. You think he's sort of like a Dionysus figure? I think yeah. No, well, no. I think he is like. He he's the scraggly old guy that like mm. once you're nice to him, he reveals that he's like an all powerful like ah god, you know. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. he's in direct opposition to a cat that we're gonna meet in the next book. Who and I think the two of them. I think this is. I'm look. I'm borrowing from Animorphs. I think this is the you know the play between the Elemist and uh, what's his name. Yeah, yeah. That's this. Purdy and the cat we're gonna meet next next two weeks next meow meow Monday. That uh, is a really wild theory. <laughs> I love it though because like why else is Purdy on the side of the mountain? First of all, why else is Purdy alive? There's no way this old cat 
is still kicking. Living in uh, the forest with badgers and foxes? Every- no. Well, he was a kitty pet until he his was. humans died. But his humans died in the previous arc, like before that arc. Oh, started. yeah. Well, so it's been like a year, a year two. Yeah, that is kind of a long time it's for like, a... And he's old. He's old, yeah. old. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Because he I am not God. 100% convinced <laughs> that they just didn't keep track of where Purdy was supposed to be. <laughs> they, just, they didn't realize how, how big mountains can be. He just walked he around. He's been walking that out. Yeah. It could just be. Maybe it's not a mountain. Maybe it is just a big hill, a big rocky hill. Maybe. Could say? be. They are cats, after all. They're just cats. Um, my theory at the moment is okay so the prophecy i'm trying to wrap my head around the prophecy stuff yeah so the prophecy did not originate from star clan right it's an ancient like star clan knows about it of cat time. Yes. but it yeah. seems like from this the way that the tribe cats uh, ancestors were talking about it that they are like like the prophecy is good for them right yeah, like, they're like, they're excited to meet J-Pop. They're like, hell yeah, which like that wouldn't make sense if all he was supposed to be doing was just coming and making them be more like clan cats, right? Yeah. So here's here's my kind of – I don't know if this fully makes sense and I don't know if it's fully come together yet, but mm-hmm. here's kind of what I think might happen, okay. what might be the thing. They are meant to bring about the downfall of the clans in order to reinstate the tribe into the lake because the tribe is originally from the lake right we learn this like they rock is there because his because at one point jay like where did these ancient cats go right Mm-hmm. They left the lake and went to the mountain. These are this is the mm. same. This is and I think this, this is, is like rocks. Yes, rocks. Okay. Rocks descendants left the lake, went to the mountain, and this is pretty heavily alluded to in this book. Mm. Um, so I think that that is why the tribe is pumped to see him because something that he is going to do, that he and his siblings are going to do, is going to lead to the tribe ending up returning to the lake. Interesting. Because we also are given this, like, do we want the tribe to leave or do we, like, do they stay and Where fight they go? Yeah. or do they leave, right? And this is, like, the choice that they have to make. And they choose to stay and fight. But I think that we see in this book that that is ultimately still giving up their ways. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. staying in, there is no option for them to stay in the mountain and still they be the tribe. They have to go think, back to the tunnels. I think that this is, like, a pro-Israel statement okay. of being, like, they have to return to the homeland. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what's happening here. And I'm confused this book by is it. heavy. There's a lot going on. Um, I love the idea of them going back to the lake, but then like forcing them to live in the tunnels because there's nowhere like the territories right. about. Yeah. And that's why they use the tunnels a lot. So well, no. and I could also see kind of with stuff that happens in the next book a little bit, the clans becoming more of one entity and it being more clans v tribe in the future yeah and that being more of the distinction because i i do think that that's kind of where the prophecy is leading is kind of like the clans are going to collapse in on themselves essentially yeah yeah so i don't know i don't know i think i i hope that this little detour to the tribe actually has to do with the mm-hmm. overall plot of this book and wasn't just a filler and wasn't just a filler to be like 
All right. You guys had a fun road trip. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I just think there was a lot of talk about, especially the beginning, Jay Paul was like, well, where did the cats go? And then like Rock shows. with finding out. Yes. And like Rock shows up in the mountains at one point. Mm -hmm. Like I think that that the conclusion, whether or not that's tied to the plot overall, I do think that the conclusion we're supposed to draw is that this these I think they might even cats. state it like in a little like one off line that these cats are the descendants of those cats mm-hmm. because I'd there's not that. even ancestor cats there like rocks there's just rock is the only one that was left there right so it's yeah. like if we understand that ancestor spirits like if all they of the are, cats they had, are tied to one location right if they had all died there then there should be ancestor cat more ancestor cat spirits there yes. right yeah, 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 yeah. um but they're not so they, they just left in rock yeah. yes so they left with the rest of the tribe to go to the mountains Tunnel that's doors. what i think um but yeah i guess we'll see i guess we will i i, I would appreciate this coming back being referenced in either like a very big way like you said or at least just like give us some information about what happens yeah. Otherwise, this is just a very bleak outlook on colonization and Thunder Clan's burden. Mm. I I hope it comes and bites them in the ass. Yes, me I too. I think that's kind of what I want. But we'll Absolutely. see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, this one. Yeah, it, my opinion of this book will rise if it does. <laughs> if not, I'm just gonna be annoyed forever by any time, any time the tribe <laughs> is here. I just I don't like the handling of it. It's not delicate. No. <laughs> uh, but we will be back in a bit to yeah. hear more about cats. Uh, we'll be back in a bit for us, but for you guys, it's two yeah. weeks. Apologies. Next week, we will be uh, doing the second book in our Raffia Momance unit. Mm, nope. Raffia Romance. I love Raffia Romance. Uh, <laughs> with Founded by Honor by Cora Riley. And the week after that, we will be back with another Meow Meow Monday with Warriors, Power of Three, Book Four, Eclipse. The Eclipse? Mm. Just Eclipse. 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 Yeah. Interesting. Um, If you have any books you'd like to recommend for us to read for the podcast, either because you think we would love them or hate them, you can tweet at us at ShelfAwareCast or email us ShelfAwareCast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. And we are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. Otherwise, I'm going to come to your house and make you become just like me and then make you go fight your neighbors. Yeah. Just like I would. Mm -hmm. And then pee all over the place. If you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right. You are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you like. In the words of Aaron Hunter, my clanmates will help the tribe cats, whether they want it or not. Mm. 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 If they're mm. asking you to leave, then... <laughs> Doesn't feel great. <laughs> just his power is unkillable unkillable. untouchable yeah untouchable i guess like oh no we're gonna have to cut that because now that's gonna be my thing for next week it's gonna be that song there you go scratch that no one heard that (laughs) it's fine